Brandon Brands. Hey, what's up? On today's episode, we talk about brand truth, brand image, and brand love. Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey everyone, welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach. I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. In fact, Today, I talk about three components of building a brand that matters. That's brand truth, brand image, and brand love. And as a special bonus around that idea of brand image, if you want to spend six minutes with me updating your brand image on Instagram, I have a special video for you to walk through it at brandonbrands.com slash six minute grams. That's the number six, brandonbrands.com six minute grams. Hope you guys enjoy that. And if you want freebies like this all year long, make sure to go to brandonbrands.com forward slash community to connect with me and join my group of entrepreneurs building their brands. Now let's get into the show. Brandon Brands. So what do we mean by building a brand? What do we mean by building a brand that matters? And how do we do it simply? How do we do it easy? How do we make this easy for the businesses that out there that are trying to build one from scratch without the advantages of a large ad agency, a big research firm, huge budgets. They're bootstrapping. They're taking what they can, piecing it together. Savvy, probably, most likely, most of them, but may not have all the tools, may not have everything that you need, but doesn't mean that you can't build a strong brand. Obviously, there's ways to do it, but you have to have an approach, have a, some tactics. And I'm hoping to lay some of those out. They're not, it's not everything, obviously. It's just my perspective, just my thoughts, but I'm hoping to simplify. I, you know, I like to think about things that I've built that are very complicated and break them down to very simple things. I hope that I can do some of that today. So first, obviously everyone wants to build a brand. It's what everyone talks about when they start a company. Well, how do I build a brand? How do I make this something people recognize and remember? But what does that really mean? Let's start there, right? Everyone seems to have a different definition. It's important, but there are there are lots of different roads you can take to accomplish the same thing and, and that lofty goal of building an impactful brand. Some simple definitions online, you Google it, what you're going to find are things like it's the perception a customer has about a product or service. It's how they view you. True. It's a unique design, sign, symbol, words, the combination of those things that you employ to create an image that identifies your product and differentiates it from the competition. Also true. It's the personality of a brand. These are all things that when you Google it, first things that are popped to the top. All of them are correct in their own way. I like to bring it down to a pretty simple boiled down version of that. Because when I talk to the average business owner, that's not what I'm hearing or an entrepreneur or someone who's working at a startup. Usually the answers you hear are, how they picture themselves or how they want to picture themselves. It's something like, I want to be Apple or on that level of Apple, that premiumness. 
Uh, I want to be exclusive or something special for a select audience, or I want to be for millennials. I want to be that young brand that has that energy, or uh, I want to be, or something simple like I want to be twice as big as next year. Uh, You know, I want to drive sales up. Those are more the kinds of answers that I tend to hear. And I think sometimes I even get the answer that they just admit we don't have a brand. You know, it's just me. It's just my business. It's our storefront. It's a logo. It's a website. Uh, They say admit that and that they don't have time to get to that step of taking, you know, the approach to building towards that. Now, there are plenty of mid-sized large companies that do do that, that are savvier, that can get there. Um, but how do you do it when you are limited on those resources and time? So I'm hoping that the rest of us, you know, without all those luxuries can agree that, you know, and contribute to this post, obviously, if you have ideas, but some simple steps that I'd like to get into. Uh, first, let's go back to that question. You know, what is brand? How do you define that? I'd like to invite you to think of a brand the same way that you think of a person that you're meeting for the first time. Before you meet this person, they already have their identity that's true to them. They know who they are. You don't know them yet, but they have that identity, their their own truth. And number two, for that for you, that person is an image you've built based on what you hear and see. It could have been before you even met them. You've heard something about them or you found them online or something. You've built some kind of image of them. And that has that affects your perception of their brand. And then third, when you meet someone. Uh, and you spend time with them over time, you know, you know, when you connect with that person based on your interaction. So there's an engagement, there's a relationship that forms and that informs your feeling about them uh, and your affection towards them and your connection. And those same ways that you think about a person and a relationship are the way, uh, the ways that I like to think about brand. Cause similarly in the eyes of a customer, a brand is defined by their identity your image of them, and your connection built over time. I like to call it your brand truth, your image, and your brand love, or the love you earn from your customer over time. Again, your truth, your image, and the brand love. So when building a brand, I encourage you to think along those same lines. So for brand truth, let's take a step back on that one. The simple boiled down version of brand truth is how do you unearth what makes your business special? What's unique about you? How do you stand out? What, is, what defines you? That, you know, what's your mission? How do you think about what you're trying to accomplish? Because that'll inform your decisions and, and how you portray yourself and what you put out there. Because a lot of them are going to be backed up by what you say and what you do. But it starts with what are you trying to accomplish and what's that mission? Second brand image, that's for me simply sharing your story with your community. That's giving yourself the opportunity to be heard, to be seen, so that when someone is actually looking for you, a company like yours, a brand like yours, they get to hear from your, in your words or in the words of your customers, what you're all about. It's as easy as writing it down or sharing it, but it, it could be that you have a story to tell, but you're not telling it everywhere that they're looking. So a lot of the opportunity within brand images, are you actually listing yourself in enough places and telling your story in enough places where people are actually looking for you. And then the third is brand love. For me, that the tactics behind that are all about building genuine connection with your customers. What are the things you can do to go beyond executing, beyond delivering what you promised 
and over-delivering on the relationship. How do you follow up? You check in with them. How do you give them the extra thing that you didn't know that they wanted? Or how do you actually talk to them about what do they want that you don't actually offer yet that you can improve your service with? What do you go beyond and uh, you know above and beyond to deliver? Those those start the path towards a relationship that's that's mutually beneficial and that develops that brand love. And then they become advocates for you. And that's the goal is you have someone that really appreciates what you do. They want to tell their friends. They want to tell their family about this amazing thing that they got from you. And, and that becomes the brand itself is, you know, the consumers are holding and building that brand for you. It's their perception as you've seen the definition say, but how does it really come to life? Well, it comes to life in their words and actions about what you've done for them and how they've interacted with you. So brand truth, brand image, brand love, three key components in my perspective of a simpler approach to building a brand. I do have some tactics I'll share in a couple of posts coming up about what to do to come up with, what to unearth the ideas behind those things and how to do more to uh, step out and accomplish A, defining the brand truth, building the brand image and putting it out there in places you can find it and engaging with your customers so that there's a brand love that develops. So that sounds pretty easy, right? Well, I think that there are some steps, some examples I can give to make this a little more specific beyond the concept. You may think that you're doing some or all of these things, but let me give some examples of where I think people can take that extra step to actually make some impact with this. So typically, I think for example, with your brand truth, you barely skim the surface you when executing against those those brand building ideas. Maybe you know that you have you know what your truth is and you've thought about that before. But for example, if you have the most effective yoga class in your neighborhood, the one that people really uh, talk to all their friends about, but you haven't taken that time to compare yourselves to other classes and understand how are you similar to the other things that are being offered. Because if everyone's doing the exact same thing, then it's not really special. And how are you different in the eyes of the customer? Not necessarily how you think you're different, but what do they say about you that is different than what they talk about with the competition? Maybe they love your music. Maybe it's something as simple as your taste in music or the intensity of the workout, that energy you put into it. Maybe that's what's special. Maybe the building you're in is really clean or the classroom is just clean, pristine, and and organized in a way that really resonates with that person. There might be little nuances that set you apart. Just uh, along those lines, I think what I see all the time are businesses that haven't gone very deep on building their image. Um, uh, And that could be online, that could be in person, that could be with advertising or just with their marketing materials. Specifically, they haven't exhausted all the resources in front of them for getting the word out about their business. I'd say that's understandable. There's a lot you can do and not a lot of time to do it. So I know a lot of people prioritize pick and choose what they what they do. But there's as you can find time, there's more and more out there that you can do. For example, maybe you do a couple of the obvious things, uh, but you question the validity of a couple other ideas. You maybe you've heard the ideas, but you've never tried them or, you know, you're unwilling to put money against them to see if they would work. How do you know that they're bad if you haven't tried them? Sure, there's a couple ideas that you've thought about that you haven't quite put the money towards, but if you put just a little bit against it to see if it'll work, maybe you'd find something that would save you a lot of money over time. Or you maybe you don't even know certain ideas that exist out there. Maybe it's a time to get an outside consultation to talk to someone that does this or other businesses like you that have found success with something different. Share ideas, collaborate. There might be something new out there that you can find a lot of success with. 
And even businesses that have an amazing relationship with their customers, they don't always take that next step to go above and beyond their customers. They do the job they're paid for and they stop there. They're afraid to upsell because they don't want to ruin the relationship. Selling's not always a bad thing. What if they need that extra thing and they didn't know you did it? And it would be a lot more convenient if they did it with you, with someone that they trust. They don't have to start over searching for someone to do that thing that you do. What if they need something that you haven't created yet, but because you've talked, you're like, I could easily add that. I never thought it would be worth it or that someone would want it from me, but now you've come up with ideas on how to change your business. Wouldn't that be awesome? The other thing to think about is maybe they have friends that need that thing that you do and you just lost a great, great referral. You never know where that word of mouth is going to come from. But if you are serving your customers and talking to them and going an extra mile to develop that brand love, that love translates over and over again as they pass it on word of mouth. You say you're the word of mouth business. Well, then let's talk to your customers and get them to pass that word on and ask them for that. Ask them what they need. Ask them for a reference. A lot of them are happy to give it because they think if they've seen value, they'd love to give their friends that same value that you've given them. That list goes on and on and on. If you can start treating that your business, let's say this slowly, if you can start treating your business and the relationships in that business with the same care that you do your human relationships, you'll be on your way, on your way to building real value with customers. People are your business and the relationships in your business, those are people too. So thinking about all of this, like you do your genuine relationships that you work so hard to maintain, critical to the, to crossing that that barrier to, to building the brand. We know we just scratched the surface on these three things, brand truth, brand image, brand love. I think they're all very important, but again, that's my perspective. I think that there's obviously more out there that you can do on your own. A simpler way to build that brand that maybe you haven't put a lot of thought into beyond what you've already done, but I'm open to hearing more suggestions. If you have comments, let's all help each other out. Put them into the comments, share your ideas, things that you've seen that have worked. Happy to hear it. If you think this video is of value, share it out. Share it with someone that you think might like it. Like the video if you did enjoy it. Uh, All that really helps me put that energy back into you guys. So thank you for tuning in. And together, uh, we can uh, keep building those brands. Two more, three more episodes coming on this uh, in the next couple of weeks, all connected, diving in deeply individually into those three topics. So thank you for tuning in. Catch you next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.